Jay. And I'm Adam, and you're listening to Showgaze, a movie musical podcast. We're a One Jersey boy and a music man who left One the chorus line in Chicago and are listening to the sound of music goals to help pay the rent for your pleasure. The Wizard of Oz. Wait, why did you have the Wizard of Oz? I needed a button, a bat. I needed a ballad, honestly. Okay, great. Yeah. Can you just button it, please? This is showcase. Thank you. Johnny Depp We had a daughter And her name was Johanna That's too spread out He was more like There was was a Barbarandy's wife wife. It was very Helena Bottom Carter Because Helena Bottom Carter Carter was doing her like Hello Pip pop cheerio Cockney. Cockney, hello. Because I really live here, and I'm not Johnny Depp, who's trying to do his best. It reminds me of when Rana and Beverly... When, <laughs> when Beverly's when Beverly, like, oh, let me do my British accent. Amazing. Stupid. Is that what you mean when you mean you that's how you picture Helena Bottom Carter? Yeah. I'm gonna turn the cold off. Hey, it's so hooey. <laughs> yep. Perfect. Hey Laurie. Can we do the whole thing in a British accent? Yeah. But I'm gonna do my Australian. Okay, great. Well, you know it's a fan favorite. Hey Laurie, this is Shari Gaze. I'm going to do this entire podcast in a British accent. Hello! No, I'm not. That would be terrible. That was a really bad... I know. As soon as I started, I was like, this is terrible. I'm, I'm doing my accent. Ock. Ock. Oxent. Hello. A British accent in this podcast. Podcast. <laughs> we watch Sweeney Todd. <laughs> They didn't have any of those, like, no. obnoxious... <laughs> yeah, thank you. I <laughs> like whistles. Like, the, I get, okay, sure, whistles. I get, like, cutting the chorus, essentially, like, completely out of the film. Because you don't really need it? Yeah. What but, instrument is that? Um, a banshee, I believe. <laughs> Just a banshee and wail. you banshee. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, really. To preface this entire episode... Adam and I have never seen the stage version. I've never seen the stage version. I haven't even listened to, like, the OBC or any of the, like... like full... I haven't listened to a recording of the, like, Broadway of score. Of any... Of any... Of the full score, no. Musical. This is the only way I know this. No, that's not true because I know... I know a couple songs, but I've never, like, sat down and been like, Sweeney Todd. But yes. this isn't really... Like, I, I, I love Sondheim, but I'm... I would say, like, Sweeney is the one that, like... Is a great show, I'm sure, but it's not for me <laughs> because I'm not a dark person. Which is funny because there are a lot of people that are like, "Oh, I love Sweeney," right? But had no, could care less about musical theater in general. Like yes. there are people who are oh my just god. like, I was just reading. Sweeney. Oh my god, all the iTunes reviews are like, "I hate musicals, but this is a great movie," and yeah. I'm like, "Great, great, <sighs> wonderful." Which. I, I get on one level because yeah. it is such, it's so not a musical, yeah. musical, which is why, kind of why we're doing it, because mm-hmm. it, A, it's Halloween, and B, because it's the least movie musical you could think of as a movie musical, is this yeah. movie. I feel like, while watching it, it was like, this complete, it's completely different from all of the movie musicals that we've seen mm-hmm. so far. Do you want to 
educate us with your history. Adam spent all day looking up history on this movie. I did, but I didn't write any of it down, so I have oh. to open the Wikipedia page. Because that's really where I get my information from. Can we be honest for a minute, guys? I'm not doing, like, an encyclopedia research. I'm just looking it up on Wikipedia. So, came out in 2007. It's directed by Tim Burton. Who's that? Is that <laughs> an up-and-coming uh, director? Yeah, he's new. He's, he's very new. Yeah. Yeah, he's super recent. Talk and about a guy whose a, movies aren't the same. Yeah, oh, this man. is a real departure for him. Yeah, so like different. dark. He's usually very light, very very jovial. <laughs> Even like Charlie and the Chocolate Factory was like had this weird darkness to it. That yeah. I was like, what the hell is this? He like he like turned on like the entire movie. He put on Instagram and was like contrast high, shadows yep. high, vignette high. Yep. <laughs> filter, 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 filter. Um. So, directed by, uh, sorry, directed by Tim Burton, it was done by DreamWorks, Paramount, and Warner Brothers. That's a lot, which of, is interesting a lot of cooks in that Because kitchen. nobody wanted to, like, fully back it, because it is so weird. Yeah. I was reading about that. It's weird, because it's like, it feels like a super weird cult, culty movie, but it's, it's but a it, wide release. It was a $50 million budget. Yeah. So, crazy. great. Um, starring Johnny Depp. Who's that? As, As another up and coming uh, star. Yeah, he's a star superior. on the rise. <laughs> and usually he does like really like he does like really normal work. He's usually like, an he's very like yeah, he's yeah, very so ingenue, male ingenue. Yeah. But this is so such a departure for him. Helena Bonham Carter, also up and coming. <laughs> no idea who she is. Never plays I think this, this is kind her of first role. Movie. Yeah. Um, Alan Rickman plays Alan Rickman. <laughs> Timothy Spall plays Timothy Spall. Oh, sorry, I should actually say who these characters are. Johnny Depp plays Sweeney. Uh, Helen Bottom Carter plays Mrs. Lovett. Alan Rickman plays Judge Turpin. Timothy Spall plays... Peter Pettigrew. Yeah, essentially. (laughs) Also, he literally plays the same character in every film he's in. Sasha Baron Cohen, who is not doing Borat, not doing Bruno, but still doing a big old character. I feel like... like, But you know what? That works for him. I liked this. This was when I was like, oh, he's an actor. (laughs) Because I was like, what is this weird Borat movie? And then I watched this, I was like, oh, he's like... He's like a legit actor. Like, he's done stuff before. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, so him, he did, he was Pirelli. Signori Pirelli. Terrible Italian accent. Terrible, amazing. But that's the point. Its budget, as I said, was $50 million. What did you think this movie made? Worldwide, what do you think it made? 50? 60. Three times that. It made $152.5 million. So we can't call this a flop at all. This was a resounding success. And it was a critical success on, what's the aggregator, Metacritic or whatever? Yeah. They do, they gave it an 86% out of like 200 critics reviews. 86% like liked it. And on Rotten Tomatoes, it's like a fresh tomato. Is that what, it's, what it is? So yeah, so everybody likes this. Well, I, mean, I think it's... my thing is the casting. That's my biggest Well, it's, I mean, like, Tim Burton is like, I know my craft. I know how right. to make a movie. Right. So it's like... And of all the movie musicals to be done by Tim Burton... It's this one. This is... This is I it. don't see any other. Literally none other. Actually, he in an interview was like, I don't like movie... I don't like musicals, but this is... This one is so cinematic in feel that it, yeah. like, felt perfect. He watched it... So he was going to CalArts in like 82, whatever. And he, it was on tour. It was on tour. And he saw it three nights in a row. Because he was like, I was just so like wrapped up in like how different it was. I was like, oh, interesting. What is that Patty LuPone quote where she's like, Andrew wants... The, I don't audition an, anymore. That one, yes. But she once said that like Andrew wants the... Andrew wants the acclaim, and Stephen wants the money. Really? And, you know, Stephen Sondheim's just broke, so... <laughs> yeah, because he's so... He's so poor. He's so struggling. Living in oh that, I'm God. sure, penthouse apartment in New York. I... One of my one of my friends in high school was in Sweeney Todd. She was... What's her buns? Mrs. Lovett. But oh. it was like a... It was a local production, and it was like an hour away, so I never actually got to see it, but she was amazing, because they had, like, videos online. Mm-hmm. So I saw videos of her. Yeah, I had a friend who was in it in high school. Uh, yeah, high school, senior year. It was like a local production. And she was um, the beggar woman. So good for her. Good for her. Good for you, Ari. 
So that was my that was my introduction to it, and so I was like, oh, I should listen to this show because I I I mean I've just always heard the name but never realized what it was. This was like in high school. Listen to I downloaded one of them. I was like, they're all the same, so it doesn't really matter which one I download. I ended oh, up the down- recordings. Yeah. Oh, okay. So I downloaded the Patty Lapone one with Michael. Sanders. Oh, from the live concert or whatever. Because yeah. I would listen to musicals like at night while I was like doing homework in high school, and um. I would remember, like, it was, <laughs> I got to a point where the it got to Little Priest, where I had to stop whatever I was doing, because I was like, this is what the show is about? Mm-hmm. It's about killing people? <laughs> that was the point where I was like, huh, whoa, whoa, what? So that kind of, like, boggled my mind a little bit, and I was like, oh, well, holy shit. But that made me love that song, because <laughs> I was like, this is a real discovery I had in this moment. I saw it in high school, the movie. I didn't, like... I was not a Sondheim person. I'd seen Into the Woods, and I had seen a stage version of the first act, so I didn't even know what the second act was, because I saw the junior version. And then um, uh, the movie of Sweeney. And that was my only... That's the only thing I knew about Sondheim. And I was like, you know what? He's not for me. That's fine. In high school. And then I got to college, and I realized that you can't, like enjoy musical theater unless you like Sondheim. Yeah. So I was like, shit. So I like sat down and listened to it. But ha- somehow avoided Sweeney, probably because I was like, yeah, I've already I just know how it. dark or it is. I was like, yeah, I know it is, yeah. And then now I like Sondheim. I still think Evita's the best. Oh, Evita. Evita's not Sondheim. What are you talking about? Evita's <laughs> Andrew Lloyd Webber trash. Nope, that is staying. RJ, uh-uh. you have something to know. <laughs> um... I remember, okay, so that same friend who played Mrs. Lovett, she also, in her college, played Sunday in the Park with George, and so... Oh, she... I saw, like, 20 minutes of that, and I was like, what the <laughs> hell is this? Okay, so she was doing Sunday in the Park. My friends and I go see it. I lost it. I was like, this is the most beautiful, amazing piece of art. Mm-hmm. This is amazing. Mm-hmm. Like, the story, like, just how, like, literally lost it. All of my friends were like, that was so weird. I, like, didn't get any of that. Like, it was so long. Like, and I literally was like, you're all trash! It's so above what a high schooler, like, knows about anything that you're just like, I don't understand. There's, like, an existential crisis. There's, like, weird, like, love situation that you're Mm -hmm. just like, this isn't, you're straightforward. Mm -hmm. I think maybe that's why Sweeney's more accessible, because you just get it more. Like, it's so black and white. Yeah. So maybe that's why. Can we start talking about it now? Okay, so starts out movie opens. Um, first departure from the Broadway show. They don't do the ballad of Sweeney Todd in the beginning. Attend the tale of Sweeney Todd. They do the what is it? What is that song where I they talk about London? This, I don't know any. I'm looking up. This was the hardest part for me because I was like, no I place like London. I can't single out the songs. Except for the, like, specific ones. Because they all run because together they because all, they're all yeah. a patter song. Especially in this movie, because, like, there was an underscoring through the entire movie. Yeah. And it just felt like one... Big song. hmm So he comes, it's 1846, with Anthony. It's Sweeney and Anthony. And they sing No Place Like London. Anthony's like, oh, great. I feel like he's never been to London. No, because he he's said like... he's a sailor, so it's like, I've been to different places, but I, like... London. Oh, there's London's nothing the like greatest. London. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, and they picked him up like they. Anthony saw him in the ocean, and they like picked him up. I'm assuming, only because it's England in 1846, that when he went to prison, he went to Australia. Yeah. Yeah. Or he was sentenced for he was sentenced to life is what they mentioned in the movie. Anyway, he ends up on the boat, and they end up back in London. Zippity doo And while they're on the boat, he tells he tells his backstory. Succinctly, there was a barber. His name was Benjamin. He had, had a, a beautiful, beautiful wife. wife. He was. She was very beautiful. We don't know anything else about her except that she was pretty. She was. Pretty. She could have been a complete bitch, but she was pretty. She was pretty. Caught the attention of a judge. The judge. So the judge sent him away so he could try to woo her. She wouldn't be wooed because she was like, "No, thank you." And that's it. And then Anthony's like, and "Thanks for said, your help." Anthony's like, "Gee, that really sucks for that barber." I know. <laughs> Anthony doesn't really get it. Yeah, he's like, "Oh man, what a what, what a, a weird cool, story." What a weird story. Why is that so, so specific? So 
do you have like a place to stay or do you want to chill? And he's like, he's no, like, I, okay, I'm going to go. I'm, I'm going to go to Fleet Street. And I'm like, okay, see ya. So he walks over to Fleet Street. Fast track to Fleet Street. Yeah, it's Which the, like literally made me nauseous. You know what? It, it, it's like when, you, when you're on Google Earth or Google Maps, the like live Google Maps and you click. And it like, like takes you to Street fast View, forwards and you then down. it fast forwards yeah. you down the street. It, it was, it like was that. that. It was that. So then they end up to where his old barber shop used to be, which is now a pie shop. Well, the bo- the second, the first floor, the ground floor or whatever, yeah, is now a pie shop. He goes to the pie shop, and we see the lovely Mrs. Lovin. Mind you, I can hardly blame them. These are probably the worst boys in London. I know why nobody cares to take them. I should know, I make them, but good luck. The worst boys in London. Even that's polite, the worst boys in London. If you daddy take a bite. She gives him a free pie. Understandable why business sucks because you giving out pies. just giving out free shitty pies. So there's problem number one. Um, I will say I wrote a note. I I appreciate that she is a single woman who's an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. I like that. Why was Helena Bottom Carter, besides the fact that she's married, was mar- was a domestic partner with Tim Burton? Why was she cast in this role? Johnny cannot sing, but. Like, solidly, you can tell voice lessons. Yeah. And, like, prepared. Yeah. And was like, all right, well, I'm going to try to get my shit together. Yeah. And I feel like Helena... Just, like, acted through the Just, like, was like oh, did the very... Um, I'll talk sing. I'll whisper. Did the talk sing. Yep. I'll she like, was doing the, hello, and I'm a singing on a hello. Yeah. Did a lot of that. Very breathy. It just bothered me. See, I'm not expecting perfection. See, here's the thing. Like, she did Mrs. Lovett in her Helena Bonham way, which was very, like... And I didn't mind her acting at all. Yeah, really that's good the thing, because the it, was a, it was a clear character choice. She was like, this is who she is. Which, if you, like, look at the, like, Broadway version, or, like, the musical version, Mrs. Lovett is insane. Yeah. She is, like, crazy. She is like screaming at people. I feel like, yeah, I feel she's like running they're... around. Like she's very frantic. Like clearly, like loud, big character, which like contrasts with Sweeney, who's more who's, like, like methodical and, and yeah. like, calculating. I feel like in this one, she's more equal. Like in like a she's also calculating. Yeah. But I also think that's just like it's my acting choice of like downplaying everything. Yeah. Which. I mean, she made it consistent, so right. I guess it's like, can't really say anything, because it's like, well, she didn't, like, she was consistent in this choice, and she made sure that, like... I didn't, I, I didn't know. dislike her performance, yeah. I just, bother, it would just bother me it, that she, I like, say, couldn't sing. Yeah, I, I feel like it was a hard sell in Worst Spice in London, because it was, like, the yeah. first time you see her, and she's, like, And she's just breathing. full out, like, the worst hey, was your house in London... Take a bite. Take a Also, I've never heard anyone with poor diction in my entire life. We had to life. turn on closed captions. I actually literally turned on her. subtitles because I was like, Helena, I'm trying to get the plot here, and you're not helping me. No. So that was my biggest thing, and it was it stood out in this song because it was like, this is our first introduction of you. Yep. And it was so, she downplayed every every moment. In that song that yeah. I was just like, it looks like you don't care. She had, like, no energy level in that song at all. Yeah. Then it goes into... People think it's haunted. Yeah, they. she takes them... She takes them into her... Basically where she lives, like, behind the shop. And she's like, there was a place upstairs, they say it's haunted. And then she tells the story of what happened to Lucy. Yeah. Who was Barker's wife. And how um, the judge was, like, trying to woo her. She wouldn't be wooed. He had Beetle bring her to his to this place, like to a masquerade party. party, 
and then he like drugged her with her wine. She drank it. She like she was basically roofied, and then he raped her, and then everybody laughed, which that was I think the worst part. Yeah. Was that everybody was just like he was just doing it, and everybody was like, "Oh, what <laughs> fun!" So and then and then he took in Joanna as her took ward. In a, yes, his and, ward. Sorry. Yeah, and then he Sweeney asked, "Oh, well, what happened to her?" She like, went to the asylum, and she took arsenic. Took arsenic. The and, end. And I watched her. That's what she said. Mm-hmm. I watched her do it. Mm-hmm. I tried to stop her. I tried to stop her. Okay. Okay. So we'll take your word. On as it. one would assume. She died. She died. And then um, Sweeney was so distraught that she was like, ah, it is you, Benjamin Barker. You've come back. Yep. She figured it out. He looks... The same. The same and also completely different. Like, I would be like... But it's still the same face. That's 16 years ago. That's true. They didn't have photos. That's true. They didn't have memories. So they go back upstairs, and she kept his old... uh, Razors. Like straight razors. Yep. She kind of kept his, like... like She kind of... She got pretty much everything. Kind of weirdly, like, when, um... You know when you hear about, like, parents who, like, their child dies? Or their child's, like, kidnapped, and they kind of just leave the room the same? Yeah. She kind of did that with his, like, apartment. Yeah. Which is weird. Yeah. Fine. Whatever. Um, so he... It gets reunited with his bl- uh, blades. And then sings My Friends or whatever. Yeah. These are my friends. Probably the hardest song for Sweeney in the show. Yeah. He does sing a line in which he says, together, with a together. V. Together. With a V. And we saw his mouth... Create a V. Create a V, yeah. And it's incredible. Um, and then while this is happening, Mrs. Lovett is singing this, like, harmony that's like, oh, if you only knew, like, how much... I loved you, I but... Love you, or, but, like, now you're back into the li- to, to my life or something yeah. like that. Being creepy. Being Just creepy. being a big old cream. It's like, oh, we can start a life together, blah, blah, blah. He is like, okay, cool. Let's go so kill we'll the judge. So we'll vow revenge. Yeah. He's like, we're going to kill him. Okay, the main objective to, re- to, re- to seek revenge. Because it has to be an act- active word. Right. Oh, yes. Cut to oh! Anthony's walking down the street, living yep. his life. Like, he's on the nice side of town, by the way. Yeah. Um, you can tell. He's, like, on the Upper East Side. Yeah. He's like, oh, I got a nice book. I'll sit on this bench. I'll sit on this bench. Read I'm a book. sailor. I got, like, a couple days before I, gotta, I get a Yeah, before out. I set off for and die of Calcutta scurvy. or whatever. Yeah. So, yeah, dive scurvy. He's across from this nice, very, very nice uh, house. And in the window is a lovely lady, and she sings Greenfinch and Linnetbird. is my favorite song on the show. Really? Yeah. And you know, I'm going to say this. Why? It's my favorite Anjanu song. Because it's about literally nothing? Because it's literally like... Uh, it's. I mean, the, it's about it's like the, how she's like held captive or whatever. It is the purest whatever, version of what an Anjanu song is. She is the purest version of what an Anjanu is. She's literally like, ah. She's like, doesn't know shit. <laughs> she is blonde. She's a waste. A soprano. <laughs> she's, um... The whitest looking person I've ever seen on the face of the earth. And this is in a Tim Burton film, so that's yeah. pretty shocking. And she's just like, I don't know how to do anything. La 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 la. So I get it. But this this isn't even like a I'm wishing song. Like she's just like, I mean it is no, in the she fact is. that she's, she's like wishing, wishing to like get like, out. But it's weird because she's like, I wish I was like the bird who wants to get out of the cage. It's not like... I wish I was like birds. Like she's looking at a bird in a cage. So yeah. it's like I wish I was like a bird, where I would idiot. have a drive to leave. <laughs> she's an idiot. It's literally like I wish I have a reason to want to leave, because she's very like oh, I'm just here. Yeah. So and then sees sees Anthony. So he's like, oh, okay, there it is. Oh, there's my drive. There's my drive to leave. There's my drive to go. 
So he's like, oh, she's so pretty. Oh, my, my goodness. Hello, hello. And, and starts singing. No. No. Because guess who comes up? Crazy old lady. And she's like, oh, alms, alms for the poor. And she's like, uh, her name's Joanna. Her name's Joanna. Judge Turpin's her ward. I would like stay away. I'd stay away if I were you. Literally, it's like, it's in your best interest <laughs> if you do not stay here and move on. Just, I don't know. I'm just going to say from personal experience, she might know that. So he's like, okay, sure, crazy old lady. (laughs) Let me sing a love song. So he sings Joanna, which is my third favorite song on the show. Okay. Because I'm a basic. Sings about how much he loves her. Judge Turpin sees him, opens the door, and is like, hey. Hey, come in. Come on in, buddy. Basically, cuts in through half of the song. Yeah. He doesn't finish the song because he opens, Judge the judge opens the door and is like, want to come in? Yeah, he's like, hey, I saw you a Ganderin, and uh, come on in, come on so in. So he's like, okay, so he comes inside, oh, so nice to meet you, pleasantries are exchanged, we're in his study, Judge Turpin's study, which is, on the walls are murals of naked women, a painting on the wall um, of a naked woman, and then he goes into this whole thing and he's like, oh, so I have all these books, concubines, harems, hello, hello, I love sex, I believe he's addicted to sex. I'm going to assume that. For, I think that's his backstory. He should really just seek help for that. And he's like, and you're a sailor, so, you know. <laughs> I know that, you, that you've been around the block with ladies. And he's like, no, I'm clearly the male ingenue of this film, so I'm pure and chaste. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and he's like, oh, great. So listen, yeah, he was like, you gandered at my ward, so mad about it. I'm going to throw you out. Don't you ever come here again. And then Peter Pettigrew, I'm only going to refer to him as Peter Pettigrew. It's just like, yeah! I kicked yeah. him, basically. Like, hits him over the head with his cane. He beats him up and he's like, if you ever come back, instead we'll of... We'll beat you up some more. Yeah, we'll beat you up. We'll kill you, essentially. And then, so he, like, stumbles out, bloody face and everything. And then finishes, finishes the, the song! song. <laughs> it, like, isn't like, oh, I better run away. There are other girls in London. This is... Probably the center of the world at this point in time. And... Nope, he, like, goes back to the same spot and looking at the windows, finishes a song, walks away. Even the people, even the extras that are walking through are just like... What are you doing? Why are you so bloody? Yeah. (laughs) So he sings his Joanna song. He's gonna steal her. Yeah. That's it. That's it. That's the end of that scene. Okay, cut to... The marketplace. The marketplace. And there's a there's like a like a little World's Fair expo that's about to happen of Pirelli's Miracle Elixir. It's very um, what is his name from Wizard of Oz where he has the little cart where he's like I'm a I'm a something. I don't, do you know what I'm talking about? It's it's Passamaquoddy. Yes, it's that. He has this. There's this little stage set up. People are milling about, and then out comes this little blonde, this little blonde kid. Named Toby. And he sings. Ladies and gentlemen, may I have your attention, please? And I sing the last phrase, just like this. So he he's basically like conning people, like, look at this miracle hair growing formula. Yeah, you're gonna grow your hair. Look at it's my beautiful, perfect. luscious blonde locks. Oh, so pretty, so beautiful. And then, look at you, bald man. Put this on your head. You'll have ladies dripping over you, with dripping in drools eleganza. And so, um, love it and Sweeney. Sweeney are in the audience, and they're like, "This is straight urine this in this bottle. Urine. You're putting yeah. urine on your head." Yeah. Uh, you're crazy. So then Pirelli's like, who dares say oh. that this is not a magical elixir? But it's, but it's in a terrible Italian accent. Terrible so Italian accent. So he's like, who, uh, no, that's Christopher Walken. Who, uh, says all the- these things about my elixir? Miracle elixir. So he comes out and he's like, uh, please, uh, uh, do you say that this is not the true? <laughs> This is the only character I would play in this show. Yeah, I told Adam, I was like, you would play Pirelli. Not the even next halfway scene. through. Yeah, yeah. the next scene. <laughs> and then you come back as an, an extra. Does he? Oh, well, I guess like you in would the show, in the show. Yeah, the show. Yeah. You come, come back, back as like a, oh, this meat pie is delicious. That'll be you. <laughs> so in both Sondheim shows I've been in, I would die in the first acting 
Come back. Do nothing in the second half. Yeah, pretty much. Okay, cool. I have a pattern. So does Sondheim. So he puts on this weird wager that's like, you say you're Sweeney to Pirelli. It's like, you say you're the world's most famous barber. Well, I don't believe it. I don't believe you. And I'll challenge you. I'm going to give you, whoever can do, they do this contest with whoever can the shave. Clean, the cleanest, cleanest shave. and the shortest amount of time is the winner, is the best barber. Yeah. Beetle, uh, Peter Pettigrew's in the audience. They say, Peter Pettigrew, you'll be the judge. Pirelli sings the song that's like, you shave on the face. You take on the blade. <laughs> you shave on the face. That's all he says is you shave with the face. You shave with the face, you take of the blade, you shave with the face. And before he finishes, And you take of the blade. Yeah. <laughs> That's the song. That's it, just over and over. <laughs> and, then, and in the time it takes him to sing a word. A word. Sweeney Sweeney's has finished. Done. Yeah. Because he is not about he's very like Ron Swanson, where it's not about show. It's just about quality product. Yep. So yeah, so Sweeney's declared the winner. Pirelli's like Pirelli has to give his money over. He's real mad about it. And he takes it out on Toby. Poor Toby. He beats him up. He stuff. beats him up while shouting nondescript Italian. Uh, Beetle, uh, Peter Pettigrew's like, you're the greatest barber in the entire city of London. What did before, you say? Sorry, before the end that. of the week, I'll make sure I pay a visit to you, barber, sir. The next shot is him literally like, he said he would be here. Where is he? And Mrs. Lovett's like, it's, it's Tuesday. Tuesday. He said the end of the week. <laughs> I'm assuming it's later the same day. It probably is. And instead, uh, Pirelli comes up with Toby. Sweeney was like, tell Sweeney keep to Toby Lovett. Downstairs. Was like, yeah, keep Toby downstairs. So Lovett gives him a beet pie and talks to him. And then Pirelli comes upstairs and he's like, you shave with the face? You take of the blade? You take of the blade? I'm British. <laughs> <laughs> it's all an act. Do you remember me? Hello. So yeah, he's what is he, his name? His name is Davy Davy Cullen. Yeah. Do you remember me? I was Davy Collins. I used to sweep. I used to sweep the little the hair on the floor, and I used to sit here wishing to be a barber. I know you are Benjamin Barker. So yeah, so he was basically gonna blackmail him. Saying, so he's like, yeah, I know who you are. I know who you are. I'll tell everyone that you're actually a Benjamin Barker. Because technically, he shouldn't be here. He should still yeah. be in prison. So Sweeney gets a little ticked off. A little ticked off. A little ticked off. Picks up a little uh, tea, tea kettle. kettle and bludgeons the man to death. Beats him over the head with a tea kettle. Toby's like, oh no, what is? Oh, I he has an appointment with his tailor. I have to go up and get him. So he runs up. And he's like, where's, where's Pirelli? And Sweeney's like, oh, he was called away. He was called away. He was actually in the trunk. He's in the trunk. His hand, his hand is like sticking out of the side of the trunk. And Toby's like, well, I'll wait here for him. Because I I just think like, he's probably going to come back. I'm going to wait for him. And Sweeney's like, no, you should go downstairs. You're a growing boy. You would want another meat pie. He's like, no, I'm okay. I'm just going to stay here. I'll just wait for him. I won't bother. I'll just be out of the way. And Sweeney's like, no, really, you should go downstairs. And he's like, no, really, it's it's good. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna bother. I'm just gonna he's sit like, here. I'm just gonna wait for him. I just don't want to get in trouble. And he's like, she'll give you a gin if you go downstairs. And he's like, bye, <laughs> see you. Cut to the courtroom. Yes. And the judge is like, you have done this yeah, terrible crime, blah blah yeah, blah, yeah, and yeah. sentences a ten year old to death. Whatever, you know. Cool. Classic Casual London. London. Classic London. And then he was like to Peter Pettigrew. He was like. Uh, I made a decision that I'm going to marry my ward. Because so, she's so beautiful. Because she's so beautiful. And it was weird because she was reluctant. And so I was like, why Why would she like that? Was why so was weird. she like weird about the she guy who so raised weird. her wanting to marry her? That's Yeah. And then Peter Pettigrew was like, if I may be frank, sir, I have something to tell you, sir. Oh my sir. god, the one song they could have cut from this movie and right? no one would have so been upset. It was so awkward. Fret not though, my lord, I know a place, my lord, a barber, my lord, of skill. Thus armed with a shaven face, my lord, some odor cologne to grace, my lord, and must to enhance the chase, my lord, you'll dazzle the girl until... Until... She bows to your every Barber. Take me to it. It was so awkward. It was like, so awkward. I felt I like they were like, sir? 
he needs to have a song because everybody has a song, so he should have a song. No, he didn't. No, nope. he re- it was okay. We didn't need one. So it's then, how that so he directs him to to Sweeney, and then Sweeney from his window sees that they're coming. So he was like, "Oh, <gasps> the judge!" The judge comes up and is like, "Hello, I need um, um a, a shave, a shave of the face for my lady friend." It's so nice to have you, Judge Turpin, right? Hello. So, such a pleasure. And he's like, how do you know me? He's like, who doesn't? Who doesn't oh, Judge that? Turpin? Are you kidding me? Oh, Judge Turpin, I'm such, a, such an such honor. A All of a sudden, the most enigmatic yeah. Sweeney Todd is in this whole movie yeah. is in this scene. When he's like, so how are, we, how are the kids? How are they doing? Pretty women, all the women. Pretty women, all the women are pretty and they're women. <laughs> pretty women, and they're pretty, pretty women. women. And they have to do, and then obviously they have to do the harmonies where like they're both singing the same things, but their intentions are completely different right. because it's Sondheim. So, uh, so Judge Sherman's like, pretty, pretty women, women. loves women. And, and then Sweeney's like, pretty women, you took my woman. I love the one woman who was pretty. Pretty woman. (laughs) Julia Roberts, pretty woman. (laughs) Yep. So he's going in for the clean shave, right? And he's about to, like, slice the neck. Slice and dice. When out of the blue. Out of the goddamn blue. Anthony, the sailor, just... How... First of all, how did he find (laughs) Has he art? This is his first time coming in, right? No. Okay, so he missed... He had come in before that was like... Hi, Mr. Todd. I hey, found Joanna. I know. I I fall in love with this girl, but she, he's like tr- she's trapped. He's no. He, he knows it's Joanna because it's Judge Turpin. He like mentions. That I know, Judge, but oh, he's, yeah. he's explaining it to Sweeney. Oh yeah. He's yeah. like, yeah, I fall in love with this girl. Her name's Joanna. He's she's being kept in by Judge Turpin, and he was like, I just need. I'm gonna break her out right now. I've I told her that I wanted to elope. I'm gonna break her out right now. I just need like her to. I just need a place for her for, like, 20 minutes until I get, like, a coach. Fast forward Fast to right forward now. Fast forward to right now. In comes Anthony. In came, I say, hey, yo, so she's she said we're cool. So Joanna's coming Joanna's with me coming. tonight. You know, Joanna, that Judge, Judge Serpent is. Oh. And then he literally is like, what? Yep, <gasps> Severus Snape all of a sudden is. Erupts from the chair. chair and was like, you, sailor boy, I've told you not to come near her. And now you'll rue the day. And so he leaves. And then, and like, then he also is like, and I Sweeney. know now what kind of company you keep, so I'll never come back. Yeah. So Sweeney has so Sweeney's lost, mad. lost his chance, lost to, chance have to have his revenge. Joanna and his revenge all in once. Yeah. No, well, Lava comes up and was like, I had my chance. I had my chance. And she was like, no, it's okay. Just wait. We'll figure it out. He'll figure it out. She brings it, She brings him downstairs to have some more gin. Yeah. Toby's passed out Toby's passed in out. her house. And so he's like, I guess I'll wait. And then she was like, well. What are we going to do with the body? What are we going to do with the body? Pearly's body. And he's like, well, we could just bury it somewhere in the middle of the night. She's like, you're right, we could. Business needs a lift. Debts to be in price. Think of it as thrift as a gift. If you get my drift. Seems an awful waste. I mean, with the price of meat, what it is. When you get it, if you get it. Ah. Good, you got it. Hey, for instance, Mrs. Mooney had a pie shop. Business never better using only pussy cats and toast. Now, what pussy's good for maybe six or seven at the most? And I'm sure they can't compare as far as taste. Mrs. Lovett, what a charming notion. Well, Eminently it does practical seem a yet appropriate as always. Mrs. Lovett, how I've lived without you all these years, I'll never know. Think how about delectable. it. Lots of other gentlemen are soon also becoming a Why they think of choice, all how that rare. I watch the sound of the world out there. What, Mr. Todd? What, Mr. Todd? What is that sound? Those crunching noises pervading the air. Yes, Mr. Todd. Yes, Mr. Todd. Yes, all around. It's man devouring man, my dear. And who are we to deny it in here? These are 
desperate times when she's happening. Meat's expensive. I understand. Yeah, she's like, meat's super expensive. I can't, I'm not fast enough to catch all the alley cats. So, like, we've got, like... We got a body. We have a body, and that's, like, meat. It's essentially meat, if you don't think about it. It's just meat. We're all just meat. Which, at and first, I thought... And then they do my thought, favorite song on the show. Yeah, so they go to a little priest where they basically just, like, look around their the windows and peek out of the windows and it's like what about this guy what about that guy what about a soldier what about a priest what about a vicar they do like this little like um yeah little role play song of like all these pies are all these different people the first thing that i thought of was like why did he immediately like jump on board with this if why was he not disturbed by this if he only wants revenge oh my god for one person Yes, he killed Pirelli, so it's like, okay, fine, you can do whatever you want with his body right now. But it's like, why did Well, because he... after he left, then he did his whole, you, sir, you, sir, have a shape, sir. And then he, like, imagines going through and, like, killing all the people in London because he's so mad. He needs, like, practice so that he can oh, kill Oh, that's right, correctly. that's right. He's like, he couldn't, he couldn't seek out his revenge. And then she's like, well, if you kill these people, I'll have some meat. I have a meat pie shop, coincidentally. And he was like, sure, cool. Just no question. No, like, this is, that's gross. Yeah. So I don't know what was going on in London at the time that people were just, like, cool with that. I think, like, this moment was when I, I, like, this was when I discovered, like, what the show was really about. But it's really, I don't know, it's just... It's one of those ways where it's, like, all of these circumstances spiral their way into, like, some weird solution. And it's like, well, I mean... Sure. If you think about it logically, it does make sense. It makes sense. It makes sense. <laughs> is it morally right? <laughs> that, no. That what, it, what to you is worse, killing the people or eating them? I'm going to say the latter is worse to me. Which is why I feel like if Mrs. Lovett was played, like crazy then you would come i feel like you would come out of it being like she's fucked up but i feel like in this way she's like oh i'm just making with making good with what i have it still has the focus on sweeney you know what i mean because i feel like if i was watching this live and i saw mrs lovett be crazy and then come up with the solution i feel like the attention of like little priest and the entire second act basically is just like all her because she's like completely like well because yeah because in the show i feel like it's more lady Mac- she's more lady Macbeth. yeah and sweeney's Macbeth. yeah because she's like driving him to do this where yeah. in this felt like more like he was like i'm doing it because i want to if that makes sense and she's like sure i'm just I'll i might as well use what i got yeah so it's just two different ways i mean it's not wrong that's the thing and she didn't do mrs lovett wrong it's just a different, different mrs lovett yeah and, I mean, they justified it. The only thing that was wrong was that she didn't have her cat ears hair. Yeah. Which is my favorite part. She was so pale in this fucking movie. Oh, my God. There was so much powder on her. I know. I was like, girl, I get it. Yeah. We're in a Tim Burton film. But, like, you're going to get asthma from all the powder yeah. on your face. Um, He builds, he rebuilds his chair, which... Which makes me so mad. So he rebuilds his chair. He rebuilds makes, his chair. Makes it like a mechanism. So like when he steps on the pedal, the chair will like slide on its back. And the body... on its back and then the body will slide head down. Into down to the furnace. the basement. And where there's like a... The ground, they just like crash into the ground. And then assumingly that's where Mrs. Lovett goes and chops them up. Takes, debones them debones like a duck. them, you know, and then... Makes her little meat pies. Bakes them in the oven. Grinder, yeah. My problem with this is, not my problem, but, like, if Sweeney re- I mean, like, this is pretty clever. This is 1846 or it's whatever like, the hell. It's, like, good rigging. Like, it's a trap door. A trap door. Down two floors. Gears? Where did you get these gears from? He's, it, like, an inventor. Like, if he was really, like, I need to move on, I need to move past this, he could, like, do some solid... Like carpentry work. Engineering work. Yeah. He could have been Da Vinci. He could... We could have had hoverboards by now. Yeah. But no. But no. It's all about vengeance. Whatever. It's fine. So he does that. He kills all of these people. So yeah, Anthony's looking for Joanna. Um, Turpin has taken Tur- her to yeah, somewhere. Turpin comes back and she's he's like, oh, you, you don't want to marry me? You don't want to marry me? You want to go with this... 
sailor boy. Fine, I'll put you away, and then hopefully you'll see the error of your ways. Takes her to an asylum. And then Anthony, like, finds her, basically, in the asylum. And he's like, I, okay, cool, I'll find a way to get you out. Meanwhile, Mrs. Lovett is, business is booming now. <laughs> business has never been better. This has never been better. The pies are great. Pies are great. So, like, there's, there's like, so, uh, dark, supposedly, dark did, smoke. Did you know this? Supposedly, the reason pork is, like, banned in Judaism and um, Islam is because it actually tastes a lot like what human, like, mm. they have a lot of similar taste yeah. properties. And so the reason in, the supposed reason in Judaism is that it's banned is because they wanted to make sure that people didn't develop a taste for it because then they were, like, scared that they might just move on to, like, human. Eat people. Yeah. Do you know pigs? Isn't that crazy? Do you know if pigs, if left alone for too long, they'll start eating each other? Oh my god! Are you serious? Like, if they, like, go hungry for a long period of time and they haven't... Oh, I mean, that's what happened to the Donner Party. Yeah, they just start eating each other. We're all pigs. Isn't that really gross, though? Yeah. So, okay, so from her meat pie shop, the the chimney is, like, black smoke, like, pitch black smoke, and the beggar woman's out there like, Mischief! Mischief! Devil magic! She's the the wife of the devil. This is evil. She's not wrong. Once again. 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 I'd be listening to this lady if I was this town. And then we go into her uh, her pie shop, and Toby's like the waiter. <laughs> Toby's head He's server. taking orders. He's doing like, hi, my name's Toby. I'll be taking care of you tonight. What can I get you guys? What kind of pie would you like? Did you uh, want a water? Did you want a Coke? Do you want a water? Tea? Do you want ale? Ale? Gin? Yeah. And then... So they have a day off. They have a day off. She's like, you know what? I've made so much money. I'm going to close for the She day. has gotten a new outfit, honey. Yeah. She's gotten many new outfits. Yes. Yeah. She is wealthy. Yeah. I wouldn't say wealthy. She's she's, she's lower a, middle she's, class yeah, now. She's yeah. not like <laughs> destitute. Yeah. Um, so they so go to are, the park. They're on the park. All of a, a sudden color. Wow. Color for the first time. Blues a blue and greens. sky. Blue skies and green grass. Complete Woo! CGI. And then she starts to sing about how she wants to marry Mr. Todd. Mm-hmm. And they wanna she wants to live with them by the sea. Her and Mr. Todd and Toby. Just living by the sea. I love that Toby is part of it. That's like my favorite part. Because she actually like likes Toby. That's the upsetting part about this. So she sings my second favorite song in the show, which is By the Sea. Ooh, Mr. Tub, I'm so happy. And in it, she wears my favorite outfit. Which is the red dress. Yeah, the red stripe How much? How much time do you think it took for them to build that costume and then they used it for a minute of the film? And how much money was it? But like actually. Yeah, and it it was basically just like... So he's the reason why business is booming. And in her, but in like her fantasy, he couldn't care less. Yeah. He's just that, he's just like standing. He's still like, so I, and, this is all cool and stuff, but like, I really want to kill the judge. So right. like, what's that going to happen? So Anthony comes, comes in, in. Yeah. And he's like, oh my God, I found where she is. She's at the asylum. The Bedlam Asylum. The Bedlam Asylum. Fogg's Asylum. And so he, Sweeney. Sweeney's like, doesn't miss a beat. He's like, perfect, I know what you're going to do. You're going to go in there? As if it was, like, scripted or something. Yeah. He's going to go, he was like, you're going to go in there, you're going to say you're a wig maker's apprentice, because that's where they get hairs for wigs, is at the asylum. Mm -hmm. They they, uh, They shave the women's hair. They shave their, like, women's hair. So you're going to go in there, and then you're going to try and find a blonde or whatever, and then that's how you're going to escape. And he's like, great, good idea. Great, bye. So he leaves. And then he, he writes a he letter writes to a letter. Judge Turpin. It's telling, basically saying, like, yeah. This is what's going to happen This is going to happen. He's going to try. Gonna be here. She's going to be here. So you need to come here. I've I've got all this taken care of for you. I'm mm. going to get everything. I'm so sorry for all the trouble. so sorry for the bad guest experience that you had right. the first time you were here. Um, this is going to be a 20% off coupon as well for Bed Bath & Beyond. Mm. I'm so sorry. I've got all the coupons! <laughs> Toby's like, so hmm. Toby takes the letter and then he comes back and he is like, Hey Mrs. Lovett, you know I like I like care for you, right? And she's like, Yeah, of course. And then he sings 
Not the while I'm around. The the no one is alone of the show, yeah. if you will. Uh, not while I'm around. So in the show, he's autistic. He's yeah. like an autistic man. Yeah. He's not like a ten year old boy. He's a, he's a what's his face from that novel of Mice and Men. He's a Lenny. Oh my god. He's Lenny. He's Lenny. He is. Oh. And in so the movie, he, they so, made him a little boy. They canceled. So the why? Actual I mean, I don't have a problem with it. I really don't have a problem because with it because it it still works. It still works. It's very it's sad. Good. But that's the thing. Like, I think it's because it's like it's immediate. There's no like baggage. Like, there's no like we're not trying to say anything. I mean, like whatever. But like this way, it's clear. It's and, obvious. Uh, and from like the first moment he appears on screen, you're like, oh, I feel you bad know exactly him. what's happening. But I feel like exactly. we saw that same reaction. Though. Yeah, I think it's because it, mental it, illness. It may be just like too many. It's like too trying to do too many things yeah, in one movie. This, it's like the cop out, basically. Just like, just get a kid. Sure. The lyric, I may not be smart, but I ain't dumb, would yeah. have been so much more poignant if, if he was. was like a man. Yeah. yeah. He sings a song that's like, I'm going to protect you. No matter what happens. No matter what happens. And, and then, he, like, it says, like, I don't think he's safe. He says, she's like, Why would you say that about him? The coin purse. The coin purse that she says she got from, from Pirelli, Todd yeah. for. That Todd gave her for her birthday. Yeah. And he's like, no, I know that he's, like, this is this is messed up. Something's wrong. So he's he wants to go to Beetle. And she's like, you've, you know how you said you've always wanted to help make the pies? Well, let's know a better time than a present. So she goes down to the basement, basically shows him, like, where okay, the grinder this, is, where the, the oven is. The furnace is where the grinder is, and blah, blah, blah. And he was like, okay. She was like, so you uh, you start making those pies. And he was like, okay, can I have a pie while I'm down here? And she was like, all the pies you want. He's like, okay. Locks him in there because it's basically like... This is it for you. Hopefully like, you figure it out and run away. Yeah. I feel like that's really what I she I mean, wants. and then she goes back up to Sweeney and then she basically says that like, uh, Toby in the basement and if he does run away, he's gonna tell Beedlam or whatever. Mm-hmm. Peter Pettigrew. Mm-hmm. So if we want to kill the judge, we gotta kill the judge now. But instead, Peter Pettigrew comes. Not the judge. Hi, I have a real job. And no, people dude, are you saying, Hello. Hello. Yep, Australian. <laughs> yep. He's like, I've got a real job. People complain so, about the stench. stench. As a health inspector, I have to check your oven. Because I'm a health inspector. I'm a health inspector. And Sweeney's like, oh, oh you should come up you should come and and for a shave first. And he's, he's like, like, no, it's my job. I'm a professional. He's like, well, let me get you something a little fancier and you'll have all the ladies. And he's like, sounds like you know what you're doing. So he goes up. He goes up. Basically to kill him. And five seconds later, five seconds. down he comes. Down he goes to shoot. And Toby's like, no. What the fuck? Well, first after he, he, takes, found after the he toe. Takes, takes a bite of a pie and a toe is in it. Disgusting. He's figured it out. And then Peter Peregrew falls down the chute, and he's like... Cracking his head open. Bye! Trying to get out. And so they come down and realize that he's gone, and so they're both trying to look for him. While they're looking for him, Anthony and... Johanna. Johanna. So Anthony is in the asylum, and, like, washed himself. There's so much that happens in this, like, ten minutes. I know. He's like... Took a shower, blow dried his hair. It's like I gotta went look to like these, I'm an apprentice. Yeah. He went to the asylum. He was like, I need a blonde. Guy takes him in. He's like, Which one do you want? He picks up Joanna. He grabs her, and then he like gets a gun that he had, I guess, bought. Sure. He's he takes, a sailor. He has a gun. Oh sure, yeah. He's a sailor. So he takes his pistol. He points it at the guy, and he's like, I'm gonna take her. And now you're gonna have to deal with all your children. And then the women. Attack it, and it's the greatest moment. It's in the, the movie. greatest scene in the movie. It's whole. literally, I could watch a movie of just that. Yeah. With guys getting their comeuppance. Yeah. So. So he takes Joanna, they come back to Sweeney's. Sweeney and Lovett are looking for Toby in the basement. He leaves Joanna inside, and he's like, You stay here, I gotta go get a coach. I'll be back in 30, okay? Bye bye. Which I was like, Okay, the last time you came, the judge was there. So, I mean, maybe he was like, Well, he said he'd never come back. But at the same time, it's like, I just, don't, I, I don't know. Go to the church. I don't know. Find somewhere else. <laughs> so he comes. So. So he leaves her there. Yeah, and she's just she, like looking around. Yeah. Looking at the blades. Here's footsteps. And so she's like, oh, I better hide. I better Goes hide. in the trunk. Which. Which now is clean, but still. So he, <laughs> she hides in the trunk. The crazy beggar woman comes back up. And she's like, oh. Sweeney comes up. Beetle, beetle, beetle. Because yeah. she'd seen Beetle go up. Yeah, And yeah. so she's like, where's the Beetle? And so Sweeney comes up, and he's like, uh, excuse me, who are you? 
And she's like, you look familiar. And without a beat, he's like, ugh, slits her throat. Well, because he hear judges coming up the stairs. Yeah. No one cares about you, a random beggar woman. Drops Make, her down the chute. Drops her down the chute. Judge comes up, and the judge is like, hey, Where I got she? your letter. And he's like, like she's on her she's way. She's on her way right now. They're she's coming. like, yeah, I told, I told it. I told the sailor off. He's gone. She's coming because she really wants to be with you now. And Sweeney's like, yeah, so let's get you a so shave. Let's get you a nice shave to prepare. And he's like, oh my God, I would love a shave. You know, pretty women. Pretty women, pretty women. Pretty women. Pretty women. Like that woman. My wife. And then you remember? says that. And he's like, Benjamin Barker. And then stabs him multiple times. Multiple times. Getting blood literally everywhere everywhere stabs him and then makes him go down the chute and he's finally like my friends we're done we're done we finished it we we're did done. it we're good. oh thank god good. then that's when joanna, joanna decides she's gonna peek out of the trunk she's like what is that i, hear? I feel like i heard I feel like what did i hear did two people three people die people in the past die? he opens the trunk finds her finds her Makes her sit in the chair. Is about to kill her, but then hears Mrs. Mrs. Lovett scream downstairs, and so she, so he literally was like, "Forget my face." Forget my face. Runs away. And so I'm assuming, we, so we never go back to the shot. We never go back to. But Joanna I'm assuming and Joanna's like, "Y'all bitches crazy," and just leaves. And she probably leaves, or probably like waits outside. I don't know. Just like because he, he's still not there. I'm. Ass- we assume that her and Anthony spend a long, they get happy away. life together. Yes. Yeah. So he's he runs down and she she shrieked because he uh, Judge Turpin was like still alive still kind of grab into his life so she's like oh get off me realizes who's who are the new bodies and it's Peter Pettigrew him and then the beggar woman and she's like oh shit gotta get that beggar woman gotta in that in the furnace in the furnace right, right now, right now so she was she literally was like oh and then Sweeney comes in like oh why'd you scream and she was like oh he was still alive. Uh, let me go put the bodies away. Don't, don't worry about it. Like, I'm good. I got this. I got this. I'm fine. So opens the furnace. And obviously this is like the first time ever. We actually we see, actually the, see beggar the beggar woman. woman's face. Well, for Sweeney at least. And realizes that the beggar woman is, is his, his wife. wife. What? Spoiler alert. That's so the she, biggest turning point in this whole thing. Yeah. Time. And so he literally was like, you said she died. And, and she, she was, was like, like um, um, I said she took poison. I didn't say she I died. I didn't say she died. I said she took the poison. The poison didn't kill her. She it like just made her crazy. Out. And then when she woke up, yeah, she went crazy. So we, we, they sent her to the asylum. So sorry. Sorry. Sorry, sorry about that. I just figured, like, you know, we would be so much more compatible if it was just you and me. And you need to, like, move on. So, like, this is, like, for your own good. Like, this I did it for, for you. you. I did it for you. And he was like... Thank you so much. I'm so happy. He's like, like you're so you're right. You're so right. Absolutely. Let's dance. Mrs. Lovett, you're a bloody wonder, eminently practical, and yet appropriate as always. As you said repeatedly, there's little point in dwelling on the past. Don't come here, my love. Not a thing to fear, my love. What's dead is dead. The history of the world, my pet. Oh, Mr. Tom, oh, Mr. Tom, leave it to me. Is learn forgiveness and try to forget. Once Mr. Tom will become very cozy, but see Mr. Tom, but there's no one knows him. And life is for the alive, my dear. So let's keep living it. Just keep living it. Really living it. And then it's like, thank you so much. I love you. I love you. Nope. Pushes her into the furnace. Into the Straight into the furnace. Straight into the furnace. She screams. She's screaming. She's dying. And then he locks the door. Yep. Uh, from the sewers, out comes Toby. Out comes Toby. Who's been hiding. Grabs one of Sweeney Todd's razors and slits his throat. I think he knew he was behind him. I think he knew it. Because he like leans That's his head thing. up. That's the thing. Yeah. So before he died, he just like leans his head up. As if to like give him a wider angle yeah, to like just to make, Yeah, you just do just it. Just do it. I have literally no reason to live anymore. Yeah. So he slits his throat and then And then they bleed out. And then he literally bleeds onto her face. Disgusting. I can't imagine being that actress. And then fade to black credits. Where's the button for this? Where's movie? the button? Is there a song in the show that's like an ending song? I wanna say it's like it's the ending song of, you know, musical the musical. You know, at the end of that they go they have oh. an end song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's How that. it's, um... He oh, okay. The, there's, in the original show. 
Full of despair, Todd embraces the dead Lucy. Toby, with his hair now white from shock and babbling nursery rhymes to himself, picks up Todd's fallen razor and well, slit Todd's that's throat. That's a plot point that wasn't made, didn't make the movie. As Anthony, Joanna, and some constables break into the bakehouse, Todd falls dead and Toby drops the razor, heedless of the others, while absentmindedly turning the meat grinder. Horrifying. Epilogue. The citizens, soon joined by ghosts of Todd, Mrs. Lovett, and the others, recite the Ballad of Sweeney Todd. The company ex- exits with Todd and Mrs. Lovett being the last, with Todd exiting with an abrupt slam of a door. So yeah, so that's the button of the show. But the movie doesn't get a button. It's like, Toby runs away. It's it's weird because like that's the feel of the entire movie, where it was like, there was never a time where we hit, got a moment to like stop and just like... There was no moment of like stop and like look at what is happening in front of you. It was like we were in the story as soon as it started and then when the story ended. Well because we were also done. of like, all was, of the shows we the I wouldn't say of all of Sondheim's shows, but like this is such like a this is a this has a moral. This is a point. Yeah. Like this is a story with a point that you tell other people because blah blah blah. Like that's why it's a myth. Yeah. So I feel like that's the whole point of the Ballad of Sweeney Todd. Like, it's to like, set it up as like, a this is a story, yeah. and this is what you learn from it, and that's why you come back at the end with the reprise. Yeah. And so without setting it up, it's not, again, it's not a bad decision. It's just and a it different way like, of doing it. It's just a different way of doing it. I just think the con is that you just don't have an ending. Like, you kind yeah. of don't have a beginning, but it's kind of fine, because you kind of just, like, you just go slowly into go into it, which is okay. But then but it's the like, end is just when like, it finally ends, it's like, oh, and then it's done. There's no, like, discovery. There's not, like, there's just... Yeah, I want to say my biggest takeaway from it was that the, the the character choices that they made weren't a departure to the theme of, to what the, the story wanted to tell. Mm-hmm. Just told in a different format. Yeah. I don't think the choices really changed anything. It's just, it's just different. Yeah. So it's like if, I don't know, I'm, I would like to know what a person who have seen the movie, and then we'll see the show, like, what they think. I would like to see the show now. Yeah. It definitely makes me want to, like, see the show. Yeah. But you know what? There's not a moment in which I'm, like, because with a chorus line, I was like, oh, I want them to remake this. I don't have that feeling. Like, I think there were things that I would do different. Yeah. But I don't think it's like, oh, this isn't a telling of... Exactly. Like, the they Demon didn't do it justice. Because Tim Burton really, like... Like, you can tell he loves this yeah. show. Yeah. Which is cool. Yeah. What was your takeaway? Just that I don't like seeing that much blood. That's just my big thing. That cakey orange blood. It's so hard to, like, watch. Yeah. I know, obviously, it's not real at all. Like, it's so... I know. It's it's so crazy, it's like... It's cool that you get to see these jarring images of, like, the deaths. Right. It's cool to think that, like, oh, this is acceptable. That's kind of cool. You know who would have been a great Mrs. Lovett? Patina Miller. Oh, my God. You know who I want Patina Miller to play? Sweeney Todd. Sweeney Todd. <laughs> That'd be cool to do a, f- a female Sweeney. A female Sweeney. Gender yeah. bend the Sweeney. Mm-hmm. Sweeney. Patina could play Sweeney. I would see her play Love It or Toby. One of those concerts? Audra played the uh, Beggar Woman. Oh, really? I just feel like they didn't need to cast Peter Pettigrew. Or if they did, they didn't need, they didn't need to give him a song. Where would you put this on the scale? I would say closer to Sound of Music. Because what was it? Rent was halfway in the middle. Mm-hmm. It's still really good. It's it's, still, it's still a good movie. It's still a good movie because at the end of it, it's still a Tim Burton film. Yeah. And his films are solid. Yeah. <laughs> they're not all he good. Does solid work. They're not all good, but they're all solid films. Yeah. They're like, they can stand on their own. It is, I mean, I would say probably it's a great movie to show people who are like, I just don't like musicals. Be like, okay, well, you'll like this one. Mm-hmm. This is essentially what a musical sounds like. Yeah. It's just because it's gritty and graphic. And it's but not like, sunshine and smiles. Yeah. But if, you, like, w- if you're just listening to this album, I don't think you would like it either because it's Mm-mm. just, it's a musical. <laughs> like, I just, the structure is such, it's so much like a musical. I wish Helena Bottom Carter could sing. Yeah. That, if I had to pick up a thing that kind of underwhelmed me about the movie, it would be the vocal and the musicality. Joanna and Anthony do great. And Toby. Everybody who lives does a really great job. Yeah, yeah. Everybody who's alive at the end of the film is very good. And that's it. That's Sweeney. That's Sweeney Todd. We did it. It was so spoopy. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. Okay. Happy Halloween. What are we doing for our next one, Adam? Have you decided? 
It'll be between... You pick one and I pick one. Music band. Or... Bye bye Brady. <gasps> yes. <laughs> okay, the music man or bye bye Brady. Okay, we'll put a poll after. And not not Vanessa Williams. Bye bye Brady. Uh, yeah, I want. I'm Henry McAfee. Oh my God, Colin. <laughs> yeah, I want. God that. bless America. I want that bye bye Brady. Okay, and so then, we're doing. And then not Kristen Chenoweth. And not Kristen Chenoweth. We would do um, Shirley Jones and Robert Preston. The classic with the vignettes and the fades and the fades. Yeah, we'll put it up whenever we put it up. Yeah, we'll put it up wherever. You'll, whenever you'll I think see, about it, you'll see it. Whenever time. RJ's at work and he's bored, and he'll yeah. be like, "Yeah, let's, zoom let's do it." Thanks, everyone. Thanks for listening. We are on Facebook.com/slash/showgaze, and make sure you follow us on iTunes. Showgaze doesn't have any ratings or reviews yet on iTunes, so just give us five stars and write something. Please. Just write like. <laughs> smells great or something. <laughs> yeah. Just like something stupid. Yeah. I don't care. The most hygienic podcast ever. Yeah. Or something. Hygienic. I know. Hygienic. I love their Australian accents. You can write that. <laughs> Alright, thanks everyone. Do you wait two hours in line for Peter Pan's flight just to see the new standby queue? Do you prefer the countries at World Showcase than actually traveling to said countries? Oh, do you hate having to watch World of Color through the iPad in front of you? It's the worst! Do you spend a fourth of your day in line to meet and greet with Anna and Elsa? Do you never do Disney Fastplay because you have to watch all of the trailers? Do you have an obsession of having every single Disney DVD even though you probably will never watch Make My Music or Home on the Range? Do you spend way more time and money on collecting Disney mugs than you really should? Do you like listening to two gay guys talk about Disney? (laughs) If you answered yes to the last question at least, (laughs) then you'll love the Dysfunctional Podcast. Yes! Find us on the dpod.com that's all folks no that's no that's Warner Brothers do the Mickey one do the oh my god no what is it see a real see a real I can't even do it alright well there's a new episode every other Saturday see you on your iPods